welcome. This is the Club NFT podcast where we focus talking to project founders in the Solana NFT space. You're going to want to hear about the helpful insights, innovations, all that's happening now and get clarity how NFTs as a tech and shifting to Web3 is the number one opportunity of our generation, especially if you're an entrepreneur, a fellow founder, an investor, you're going to want to listen in. I'm your host, Trevor Johnson, founder of Club NFT, a community where we help NFT investors profit. Let's get into this episode as we roll this clip. Let's go. No, that, that was the whole vision with this podcast was to simply connect with more founders in the space. And this was just a good laneway to, you know, get connected with lots of individuals. And, you know, from hosting this podcast, I've been able to make some decent, you know, founding connections. You know, I had a guy from, you know, he worked with Amazon for a long time, um, old Nintendo and, you know, some big names and they're, he was literally like the, He's literally the co-founder of Twitch Prime, of what Twitch Prime is today. So it's just like so cool to be able to create these connections and and just run with it. And, you know, then from, you know, starting a project ourselves, you know, be able to leverage that back and just gain a lot of knowledge and also give a platform for new people to listen in, gain knowledge and maybe take action in this space because there's a lot of opportunity in NFTs and just getting involved. It's really is something special. Uh, nonetheless, guys, basically, okay. Nonetheless, guys, we got Obes here. He goes by Hunter. He is from Vula Labs, and I'm really looking forward to having him on this call. I did a little bit of background, and it's just cool because he he's bringing you know some awesome background knowledge into this new Web three world, and simply you know very passionate about it, and it's gone all in. And I'm really looking forward to undercovering his story, get to know a little bit more about his project. And just hear, you know, what his thoughts are on Web3, NFTs, this technology, and just mash it out. And I think we're going to vibe really well. It's going to be a really good episode. So, um, Hunter, my man, how are you doing, my friend? Where are you tuning in from? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on the show today. I know we only connected like two days ago. It's funny how this is advancing. I'm tuning in from Newport Beach, California. Very nice. I have... Uh... Used to live in California once upon a time when I was a little kid from like four to nine years old in, in the Bay Area. But uh, I've been located in Mexico for the last little bit, uh, living a bit of that nomad life, uh, beach life. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, from Canada, Kelowna, BC is my home. And, you know, yeah, it's really cool how just the connection kind of went through, you know, our community and Meta Tattoo Club. They were just like, yo, you got to connect with Obes, Obes, Obes. Like, I'm like, who the heck is this guy? He's like, no, you just go over to Vula Labs, check out their Discord and just type in there. He's really personable. He's really humble. He'll he'll probably respond right away. And that was what our community was saying because we were in this crazy competition and you would just give us some support. And, you know, within, you know, a few minutes, he did open your arms pretty, pretty widely and, and gave us a, a support in a project where you're like, Still didn't know much about, I guess, but uh, nonetheless, you still did. And we booked a follow-up call to just, you know, see eye to eye as founders and just see how there's ways to collaborate and hear more about um, what OBS has created here um, with Vula Labs. So um, that was really cool that happened, right? So yeah. It was funny but, timing too. Like I just started reaching out to more people. So you popped in at the perfect time. It was a great opportunity yeah. to connect. Happy to help out. Well, I, I give that to some of your core members in the in the in the community there already. So that's that's on them. But uh, either way, Hunter. So t tell us a little bit about um, you know what you're building here, Vula Labs. Let's just hear like a quick bit of that, and then we'll go into backstory. Okay, sure. So we created NFT login. Um, there are these users within Web three, particularly Solana, and they all are congregated in these communities and we bring them to web two websites by adding nft login on their website so now you can go visit an external website and sign in anonymously just by holding an nft there's no need to remember an email or a password combination you just stay completely anonymous and sign in with an nft yeah and there was a good like i saw a good uh visual model you know there's like the traditional web one people call it then there's web two web three can you explain a little bit of that 
Yeah, so the traditional Web1 login is your email and password, where you have to create a password everywhere. Web2 is more so your social login providers, like logging into a website with your Facebook account, your Google account, LinkedIn, any of that sort of thing. And then Web3 is logging in with your crypto wallet. Um, it can be on Ethereum or Solana. And we took it a step further with that picture you're referring to, where it's signing in with an NFT, which is something we're trying to bring mainstream. Cool. And you know, for the for the active user like myself, like why would I want to, you know, use that as my login versus say my email address? Um, you know, where where do we see that uh, usability? So I think the main advantage is staying anonymous. For me, we came up with the idea because I hate junk mail. I hate getting mail in my inbox. So this makes it so you can sign into a website without giving them any personal information. You're completely private online. Um, your data secure. You're not sharing any info other than your wallet address. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'm all for it, right? You know, it creates decentralization, um, a little bit more uh, anonymous uh, type of actions and also even for their front, you know, the, the security sides when it comes down to the tech as a whole too. So um, I do enjoy quite a bit of it. Um, now what I want to do, Hunter, is I want to, you know, take people, you know, on the backstory of who you are, sort of, you know, your upbringing and really get sold on the founders, right? Because this is, you know, it's underlaying the founder's story. And I want to hear more about you. I want to get to know you as a person. And I know our listeners as well, too, because this is one of the biggest things when you go into invest in a project, it, you know, it's not always just the idea. It's also, you know, the founder and the people that are behind it. And that's what I'm willing to put my money down on. So um, let, let's take it way back a little bit, you know, where, you know, your, your journey through adulthood kind of started. So let, let's hear from there. You, you take it where you want to start. All right. Sounds good. So I was born and raised in a rural area in Georgia, north of Atlanta, grew up there. And then about the time when I was graduating high school, I really wanted to move out West. So I went to college at Arizona State, went there for four years, graduated all that. But I was particularly interested in finance because I have a major math background. So I was pretty good at math. So I studied finance and minored in applied business data analytics. So I'm fully a business person. Um, right after college and during college, I started with investment banking. I was an investment banking analyst for a year and crazily enough, got laid off off that job after a year. And then I picked up another job, which is how I got into crypto. I worked at a fintech startup, um, but all remote. This was post-COVID. And got laid off after a year. This was early, this was late 2022 when tech really started going under, like started with the Twitter layoffs, the Facebook layoffs, all that sort of thing. So our company killed like 60% of the company over a matter of months. And um, these sort of layoffs at such a young age, right out of college, really put me in to the entrepreneur mindset, where if you can lose two jobs right out of college, like there's no security there. Um, should just try out your own thing. Why not take risks while you're young? So at that last startup, really started learning about crypto. Of course, was orange-pilled with Bitcoin, then went a little further down the rabbit hole, found out about Solana, really got into it for the technology, and you know, learned about NFTs, all that. And I saw these pockets of communities, and I think it's super powerful, and they're not being utilized enough online. So we've started building a community of our own at Vula Labs. And we're really looking to expand it right now. So it's great connecting with other founders, things like that. I think if we can build up a large enough community, we can really transform the online world and how Web3 and Web2 interact together. Dude, um, there's so much in there that um, I want to dig through. And, you know, first things first is congrats on, you know, understanding a little bit, seeing opportunity, seizing it and taking action, as well as stepping out of your comfort zone many times, right? Where, you know, now you're like, man, I'm going to start thinking like an entrepreneur and dive into this whole new world and, and just start, right? And, you know, at the end of the day, like we have a lot of time to figure it out. Um, it doesn't need to be perfect. And and uh, we've got plenty of time on that front, but simply put, it's like, it's really cool to take this background. Clearly you're really smart, 
Uh, like you said, you were really into math and numbers, which, you know, maybe for some people, they're like, holy crap, I don't understand any of that. Right. Um, and that's fine because you don't need to in different aspects in, in this business. But uh, regardless on what you're creating here, it's it's really powerful. Um, so tell me, um, so back up, like in terms of, hey, you know, you started working with this fintech startup that got you sort of curious about crypto. What what part of the timeline was that? Like, what do you, do you remember exactly? Yeah, so that was February of last year. It's yeah. not even that long ago. So, right. So I definitely got into crypto just a little over a year ago. Yeah, cool. And then what what were you doing getting involved? Like were you just like investing right away and like just buying random random coins or or what or what was your form of investment like and learning process? Yeah, so I worked at a crypto investment company and um it was really just investing, learning about coins. I was looking at each individual coin wasn't a fan of Ethereum because of all the nonsense going on there and the gas fees, the rug pulls and the NFTs found out about Solana through, I'm sure you know him like um, Cody on chain on yeah. Twitter. He's pretty popular for Solana NFTs. Just watching his videos, learned about Solana and it just stuck with me. Cool. And uh, you know, from like your coding math mindset, uh, can you understand like, you know, some of like the, the contracts and some of the code and, and like the behind, behind that, like, like what did you see when you when you start looking to Solana? Well, it started with the cheap gas fees. There's not really transaction fees there. And then, as far as coding, honestly, self-taught myself when I started the project, just enough to get our MVP out the door. And then I hired a full-time developer. So I'm not too crazy good at developing. Just kind of learning along the way. Um, not really. I don't really have too much information on any of the contracts that are used. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's totally cool. Um, and then dope. So now, you know, founding uh, Vula labs, like, you know, you, you came up with this idea. You're like, man, you know, I see, you know, there's some dope communities in here. I see this of NFT logins and creating, um, let, let's hear about, you know, the first couple months of, of, of that conception. Yeah, it, it definitely just started from, honestly, like hating getting chunk mail in my inbox. So after creating an, creating this app, we really took like blockchain and crypto to its core use case, which is proof of ownership. Like, why can't I sign into this website with this technology? Um, haven't seen it used before. May as well just go out and make it to make my life easier. Because if I like it, I'm sure other people will like it. And that's how it all started. And I think from conception to launch took three months and we really found a good user group there. Cool. And do you guys already do like a, an NFT launch or, or some capital raise or? Yeah, our initial capital raise, our NFT launch was October 11th of 2022. And we have been using that source of funds ever since we haven't really tried raising additional revenue yet until now we're opening up our partnership ecosystem to make our technology available to other nft projects cool what was your what was your mint like what did what was the mint there like how many cost point like what was that about so the collection is called vola society it was 11,111 NFTs. We sold at like 0.1 um, soul. And we had about 4,000 whitelist spots that were free. So it was a very cheap mint. It was pretty hyped. We sold out in about seven minutes for 11,000 NFTs. But of course, like the mint crashed. The website crashed as usual. Um, but yeah, that was about five months ago. Oh, so, so it was 11,000 collection. It was. Wow, that's so cool. And, and that was uh, that that time of the market wasn't that great for minting either. So, in that state of the market, that's for sure. No, it was probably like a month before the FTX collapse too. Yeah, I think. Yeah, cool. So, what what did you guys do for marketing? Because like I've only heard of you guys now. Like like what did you guys do to get the initial, you know, eleven thousand sales under your belt? Yeah. I mean, the meta's definitely changed for marketing. Ours was like 
first to interact gets whitelist. It was that sort of thing, like really showing off our art. And our art was all about being anonymous, all about privacy. And since then, we have readjusted our brand image to be lighter, more introducing, more welcoming. We want to welcome in more people. Yeah. So you're going into partnership route and collaboration. So, um, exactly. But no, really, that's really awesome because you went from, you know, literally nothing, three months, launch, raising XYZ amount of capital, selling 11,000 NFTs, um, and, and then start. And then really, you know, now you get the initial funding to survive as well as work and, and develop and build. So um, I don't know about you guys, but I like seeing that. That's, that's a, that's a very ambitious start. I'm just going to say in the, in the NFT world, because uh, sometimes it takes a few to, to get right off the ground, but uh, I like the branding, uh, branding off of just like the privacy. So um, cool. What, what do I need to know of like back in the, in that time frame? Like, is there anything that I need to know? Like as like someone that's genuinely curious to potentially, you know, getting involved in, in the current NFTs as well as, you know, the future of this brand, like, is there anything I need to know that's very important from that, that we might've missed from those first three months? Yeah. I mean, I would say it just started as kind of a jumbled up idea and we ran with it. The idea was you can sign into websites with an NFT, but we had no idea where we would take this thing. And over time I have, like I'm a solo founder. I run a small team. It's me and two moderators in Discord. And we really just are active with our community, try to talk to them and take as much feedback as we can. So over time, we've just developed this idea more thoroughly and thoroughly to now we're at the point where, hey, we just connect communities with websites. Like we have it down to one sentence now, which I can tell you it did not start like that. Um so our vision now is creating as many partnerships as we can because that is that is how you get traction. Like when I think of competitors, I think of everyone doing federated ID. So I think of Google, Facebook, LinkedIn. They are on every website because they have such a massive user base. And that's the stage we need to get to. And that's something I think that's great about your project, Meta Tattoo Club is you have a really solid community and you utilize similar technology because you give all these perks to your holders. And that's something I want to give. And I think like a partnership between you and I would be great because you can just keep it so community centric and offer these benefits to your users. So it's things like that. Um, and the way we're headed, we actually have our first partnership with Auth0, which is a major authentication provider. It's like a login box you see everywhere. And we're trying to expand that offering as well and integrate with more companies. I think your video cut out. I may have lost no, connection. We're, we're good. We're good. Um, I, I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Um, but yeah. Okay, cool. So quick one is like your NFT right now. Is there, a, you know, what would make me want to buy the NFT currently? Like what's uh, what's in it for me if I buy the NFT? Yeah. So, I mean, right now it's a lot of trust basis and sharing the vision um, because the only thing that can be done with our NFT, like with all honesty right now is sign into our demo site. We are heavily working on getting our button added to websites because once it's added, you'll be able to hold our NFT and log into that website anonymously. That's right now. It literally feels like a trust thing. And that's why I think we've grown such yeah. a powerful community. Yeah. And then, you know, my, my real question is too, it's like, okay, when you go make this into a multi, multi-million dollar company now, what's, uh, what, what do these initial NFT holders, what, what does it look like for that? Yeah. So I think of them as our core support and that's why previously I mentioned there will be a revenue share type of thing. We're going to have a Vola fund for advancements for the NFT project. Uh, we'll be setting aside 10% of all revenue earned just to make the collection better. Um, but they're always going to be kind of our lifetime holders. So anything we ever do, any advancements, partnerships we ever make, they will be a part of it. Mm -hmm. yeah, cool. I like hearing that. Um, so 
from a finance background, what have you, you know, what have been some vital skill sets that you learned, you know, when you're doing the, the traditional finance and your schooling and all this jazz that you've been able to now apply, you know, now being in a, in a CEO position and being in this web three space, what are some of those skill sets? Something special about having a business background is understanding growth metrics and key points you need to really focus on um, KPIs, key performance indicators, like knowing knowing what our growth levers are. Like for us, our main things right now are marketing and sales. So I'm putting all my time towards that now that we have a product out. Um, I know how it's going to affect us. I know what revenue it's going to bring in if I do X, Y, Z. Like just knowing metrics to help grow your company, I think is something that's super impactful for being in this role. Cool. So as a, you know, building a company, I guess, like you said, it's the KPIs and and, and the metrics and so forth, reading the data. Um, you know, learning marketing and sales, how has that been for you? Marketing was a tough one. <laughs> that was just learn as you go, honestly, just trying a bunch of things, seeing what works best. But the main thing I would say is having your branding down and know how you want to appeal to outsiders. But it's been fun. Like, like, honestly, like your, your website's super clean. Um, you know, some of your branding, like the, like the logos and stuff like that, super clean. Um, I think you've done a pretty, pretty fantastic job. I would say, um, have you been using a bit of AI, uh, in terms of, you know, some, some marketing or just like, you know, to your advantage and stuff like that? Yeah, I would definitely say for copywriting, long form blog posts, like I use Medium. I try to post every month. It's hard. But yes, I use chat GPT for medium blog posts and then programming as well. Yeah. Yeah. As well, like uh, for market research too, maybe. Yeah, it definitely helps pull data points. Like I'm trying to learn more about data leaks and how many people are affected, that sort of thing. So it's always a good prompt to ask like, how many people are affected this year? How many people were affected last year? That sort of thing. Cool. Well, okay. So what's what's the feature of, of Vula Labs? Because you just literally launched your, your beta app and you literally just, you know, literally a couple of days ago. What What is next for you guys? And what's something that, you know, our listeners need to be excited for? Great question. Yeah. We launched a beta app Monday. So two days ago, it's Wednesday today. And now it's become a game of building partnerships and connecting with founders. I've realized my circle is too small and collaboration isn't very prominent on Solana. So I am cold outreaching to projects and really trying to learn how we can help them. Um, our main mission here is to bring communities to websites and I think we can become a central hub for collaboration to bring communities together. And then we'll kind of spearhead the effort to bring our login button to websites and allow all of Solana to log into websites anonymously. Amazing. And, um, you know, once you connect with a lot of these founders now, now is that where we shift focus and start outreaching to these websites that would be really handy? Or, or is that also like two in one kind of deal? Yeah, there's definitely been a chicken and egg scenario there. Like, which one to focus on first? I'm trying to do both, but I think it's more important at this time for us to build partnerships because over the past however long, I have been reaching out to websites and we can provide them with 4,000 users. But it would definitely be more promising if we had a backing of 100,000 users. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's, yeah, I guess so. It's important to... Yeah, let's go get the user base and the backing from a handful of communities on this idea. And then guess what? You know, at the end of the day, like, well, Hunter's working on creating. It's, hey, we collab and partner with all these NFT projects. Well, guess what? Now that you own, say, a Meta Tattoo Club, maybe you own a Stone Ape, right? And, you know, because of this partnership and agreement, um, you know, those NFT communities, hey, you, you now collaborate with this, you know, crazy web two company, whatever. Now, just like that, you have access to this other um, platform and who knows what benefits could come in from that being a user on that platform. Maybe it is access to something that, you know, maybe it is a software that 
normally cost $27 a month. And now because you own the NFT, you have access, right? You know, just who knows what it could be, but it could be literally anything and it could be very useful and just like, cool, right? And then you're also bringing, you know, the, those guys, the Web2 companies, you're like, yo, like you got an army of 20,000 people inside this community here that are into this kind of stuff. Let's plug them into your community and add this in to make it blah, 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 right? So that, like, that's really what you're, what you're working on in the future. And right now. Yeah, it's great to hear you say that. Yeah, <laughs> it's great to hear you explain it that way because it's so nice for someone else to understand it. That is exactly what we're trying to do. Cool. Yeah, I just want to like simplify things as much as possible and make it as easy and clear for the for the person listening in. So what I'm really interested in, Hunter, I want to I want to know more, you know, on, on the personal level. I want to know like, hey, you know, stepping into, you know, being your own boss, stepping into becoming a CEO, like it's only been... You know, you got, you said you got laid off last October, right? Um, so it's only been six months, really, since you've become your own boss, CEO. Um, how is it? I, wa- I want to hear about it. Like, let's start there. And then I'm going to ask you a, a rally of questions from that point. Okay. Sounds good. I mean, I love it. I love, like, I love collaboration and working with teams, but it's also great to start something from scratch and just use your own vision. I think that's been my favorite part. Like I don't mind sitting on my computer for 80 plus hours a week, just working on this because it's something I truly believe in and not having a boss to answer to. Like you can dedicate your full day, just building what you love, building what you know is like, I honestly know this will be the future. Like NFTs are going to be used to replace subscriptions and all that sort of thing. And I love being able to work on it day in and day out. I love learning marketing, like just being able to learn all these new things and bring them all together. It's the learning is my favorite part. I would say you get to do something new every day. Well, you're like a true geek, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. If I like learning all this. <laughs> no, it's kidding. But uh, no, it's, it's it's interesting because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm even reflecting on myself. Like, yeah, du- dude, I locked myself in my house. Like I put in a 70 hour work week last week and, you know, I'm living by this beautiful beach and I could be spending time doing lots of things, but I'm like, no, this is like what I want to do. And, and it's, it's interesting on that front. Um, how, how has it been, you know, cause you're putting in these 70 hour work weeks, but how is it where, you know, the end of the week, you don't have any extra money and you're like, there's no more money in your bank account. Like I used to work a 70 hour work week in a job and, you know, we'd rack in like a couple grand and, you know, those overtime hours, like your time in a bit, you're like freaking right. It's like, like you just got loaded, but you, your body's sore and you like just worked your ass off. But how is it the other way now? Like delayed gratification, like no money, but you work 70 hours. Like what, how, how was that feeling when the first time? And like, like, tell me about that. <laughs> That's tough. It's really doing anything you can to scrape by to make money, like whether it's NFT trading or trading crypto futures like i'm literally doing what i have to to make money it's been difficult um because you don't want to pull from your business either in my opinion it you need as much runway as you can and you need to live it's difficult to difficult balance i found it pretty hard as opposed to taking in a salary but i'd rather focus on a vision i truly believe in than taking a salary yeah and and i guess you assume and believe one day that the, you know, your business is gonna out pay you in any salary that could give you, right? Right. Yeah. I think that's why all entrepreneurs take this risk. Yeah, you know, for me, I, I dove into online entrepreneurship like four and a half years ago, and um, I would say I was an entrepreneur my whole life. Like my first business, I was like seven years old selling plums on the street and. 10 cents a pop kind of deal. Right. So, um, but, uh, regardless, you know, diving in this journey of like, yo, I'm going to make money online. You know, it was, took a lot of sacrifice, you know, endless hours of studying, learning new skill sets, taking different courses, investing into programs, investing into mentors, investing into coaches, and literally just spending endless hours. And then also barely scraping by. Cause I'm like, yeah, I made a thousand dollar sale. I made a thousand bucks this month. Incredible. And then I didn't make a thousand dollar sale the next month, nor the other month. So you're like, 
wait a second, <laughs> right? There's, there wasn't the consistency of like, oh, getting a, a paycheck every month. So it's like, man, it's, there's been a lot of times where I was like, man, do I quit? Do I go back? Whatever. And, you know, you have the people around you, like your parents are like, dude, why would you leave like such a great, fine? you literally work in finance, one of the highest paid uh, careers that anyone can ever be a part of. You could work your way up, make you know, multiple six figures. Why would you not do that, bro? Like, are you, are you silly? Like, you know, so you have all this, these people talking to you and you're like, you know, I, I got this right. And, and people are like, I don't think what you're doing is really legit or is like, you're not going to make it. Right. So, you know, you kind of got to shut out the noise and then just continue going. <laughs> but uh, it's certainly a journey. It's not for everybody. It really is not for everybody, but there are tremendous rewards that can be uh, taken on the, on the, on the other side. And, you know, I'm a big believer in like creating a life of your own design, creating a life that you desire. Unfortunately, you know, only 5% of the world actually gets to live a life that they desire. You know, remember when you were kids, you dreamed about like all these things. And a lot of that gets put to the side because, you know, reality kicks in and this so-called way of living is the way that we're supposed to live. And unfortunately it's not the, real of the desire and you know so honestly my personal mission you know your mission is is within this company my personal mission is just show more people that they too can live a life that they desire that they can go out and and create a life on their own terms versus someone else's terms and right now i do believe a great vehicle to achieve that is making money online but you know more narrowed is making money in the nft space i i truly believe nfts it's a a gateway right now to ultimate freedom and opportunity in so many realms like there's you know job opportunities there's you know hey you're a great marketer well come in and use that skill set you can use marketing in this field too right there's so many aspects that you can come in make money or even trading flipping all this jazz too there's just many applications to be a part of and we're early and um who knows where that can go so um, that's, that's my, that's my little domino belief and where I stand as a human, but, uh, regardless, bro, how about like for you, like, have you gotten into a bit of like personal development? Do you do like, what, what do you do for yourself? Cause you're not, let's be real. You can't, you're not sitting on the computer for like 15 hours straight. Like you go for a walk. Like what, what do you do to like, you know, to work on this part and, and yourself? I love everything you were saying there. I was going to ask if you have any book recommendations because I've, I definitely have read a few on similar things, but you hit everything on the head there. Yeah. Um, as far as me, like my day to day, I work and then around the same time every day I go to the gym and eat. So, I mean, I'd say like, I take a good break every day just to like, if I didn't go to the gym or go on a run, I'd lose my mind because you definitely do need something to balance yourself there. And, uh, focus on your well-being cool so so you 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 do gym pretty much daily like seven days a week uh i'd say six days a week yeah or i used to go on walks but now it's just really the gym yeah nice nice so yeah let me ask what books do you recommend for finding your path and what you want to do in life yeah, for finding your path and and so forth. Like right now, I'm reading a book called My Computer's on it, actually. So let's go like this. A book called Limitless. It's funny because there's a, a a mentee of mine. He gave this to me. He's like, man, I, I really like listening to this guy. His name's uh, Chris Cram. Chris Cram is the author, um, and the book's Limitless. And um, massive real estate investor. You know, super successful. Um, etc. But, um, you know, I was given this book, start reading it. And it's really great. And, you know, it's something that some of the principles that I've learned in the past and something that I feel like I do my best to live by, maybe not 100%. And he gave me a lot of principles on how to alter. And basically, you know, the gist of the book, it's about how to reclaim your life and live a limitless life. Because in reality, there are no limits in life. The only limitations are the ones that we put on ourselves or the ones that we hold in our mind, right? Let's be real. There's literally nothing out there that you cannot like not do. And, and unfortunately, you know, we hold a lot of, you know, beliefs 
And whether it's a program that was conditioned or passed from your past, your upbringing, your parents, your whatever, right? And we, or just society conditions, right? We hold this and, you know, that, that holds us back from our highest potential. And he gives you applications on, hey, you know what? Let's recognize that you hold this belief, maybe where it came from. And I'm going to give you some steps on how to actually remove it and replace it with something else. Like, you know, for example, you know, belief is like, I got to work super hard in order to make money, right? You know, what, how do you make more money? You got to go put more hours in so you can make more money at the end of the week, right? And like, it's a belief that, you know, people have, right? So it's replacing that maybe with something else or, hey, you know, the best way is, you know, the tradition, like, you know, you got to follow the system of, you know, being educated, being, having a good job, get a house, have kids, all this jazz, right? Maybe, yeah, you know, it's replacing different beliefs and, um, hey, you know, I I don't, I'm not good with money, right? Boom. That's, you're going to keep saying that to yourself. You're never, ever going to have money. You're always going to be bad with it, right? So you got to recognize it, turn it, change it. I am really good with money, right? And you better damn believe that so. Um, so just like little applications like that, um, I've, I've been listening to this audio program called Your Wish is Your Command. It's uh, by Kevin Trudeau. It's really long, but it's really good. And he just takes like some of the information from that's been passed down from, you know, secret societies that you may have heard of, uh, you know, like the, what are the, some of those things like the skull and bones, the the stonemasons, those you know, those secret societies that you hear about uh, that people are in and, and whatnot, like some of the wealthiest people are a part of. And he's taken this knowledge and he's just sharing, um, you know, uh, to the public eye. He, he created there's basically a recording from a mastermind that they did that people paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to be a part of. And they recorded it. And now it's on YouTube. So it's free and uh, you can listen to it. And, and it was a few day um, seminar where he just broke down all the secrets that's been passed down from, you know, these secret societies and the wealthiest people in the world. So like, that's really good. Like he talks about how, you know, think and grow rich, amazing book. You know, I listened to Bob Proctor, you know, he studies that thing. I was his Bible. Um, unfortunately he's no longer with us, but he, you know, he carried that around. I, I saw him on stage once he pulled out that, that his think and grow rich it's held by elastic band. Cause it's so fallen apart. But he basically said that, he read a page of that book minimum, like you read a chapter every single day, every day for 50 something years, 57 years or something like that, every single day. So how many times did he read that book? A lot. And, and that's what he ate, slept and breathed was his book. But even what Kevin Trudeau was saying and explaining was even that book was dumbified down for the information that was shared. Because, you know, if they give away all the secrets, guess what? Everyone's going to be walking around wealthy um, fully limitless, living a life that they desire, um, you know, what the heck, right? We can't have that. We, we need, we need, you know, workers, we need this and that we need whatever. So yeah. So understanding some of those books, I think is powerful. Um, but I think at the end of the day too, it's just understanding like, look, you know, maybe some of the information that we've learned isn't actually truly true. And that there are alternative ways and alternative realities that you can create. And, you know, that's the first step. And then it's like, okay, well, who do you listen to and start listening to people that have the life that you actually want, take their information, stop listening to people that don't have the life that you want, you know, exhibit a, like, why would you listen? Like, I love my mom, but why would I listen to my mom if I don't want to trade places with her and have the same life as her? I can take some advices like, you know, cooking, keeping my house good, like little things, of course, take, take your mom's advice, the best from your, both of your parents, but I'm not going to take everything because I don't want the same life as her. Right. Okay. Go to school, learn about business, but like the business guy, uh, never even had a business before. Like, how does that make sense? But I can go to maybe somewhere on the interwebs and start listening to someone that's built a multi-million dollar business you know, more so on that front, you know, finding mentorship and guidance from people that actually are already eating, sleeping and living it and start being that person. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's a big tangent, but like, you know, let's be real. So it's all perfect points. I think the first book I read 
on personal development was think and grow rich. And that was a huge help. That's what kind of leads you down this path, honestly, is yeah. thinking for yourself. Well, I think you also got to read it again. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's what you a, said about that person reading it every day, keeping that top of mind, keeping that same framework on your mind is huge. Yeah. There's a lot of it's books that I've read mind. that like, remember the book. <laughs> I know I read it, but I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, there's some, there's some that are good or some like you just take a little couple pieces like the, the 5am club also great book. Um, you know, I've taken a couple pieces on like, you know, blocking out certain time blocks in your day and like most importantly how you start your day. But you know, I'm not taking every framework from there. I, I have not at least not yet. Will I, I don't know, maybe, but honestly, you know, it's what works for you too. So you kind of kind of can customize it to your, your liking, but, um, either way, Hunter, um, now like, you know, leading into the, the closing here, are there like some important things that you, like, I feel like you have a bit of wisdom that you've been just sitting on and I just stole the mic for a while. Like, do you have some bars to drop for like the young person? That's like, you know, seems like they've done everything right. Or they're figuring it out and maybe they're interested in stepping into entrepreneurship, the CEO route. Like, do you have any advice or any words of wisdom that you want to share? Yeah. Um, I'd say as far as entrepreneurship, just try it out, take the risk and do it. It can be something you launch over the weekend. You can put up a website in five days, launch it, see if it works. If it doesn't try something else, uh, you're not going to find the perfect thing at your first attempt. You really just need to go out, try new things all the time. Do it often. If you fail, don't give up. And if it's something that you want to try out, and you think you can work on it long-term, make sure you're really passionate about it or you're going to give up. Because for us, you start, you launch, you're, you have a lot of hype, you're building, 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 great, you launch, and then people find the next new thing. You're going to lose attention, you're going to keep, you're going to fall off for a while. And you just have to keep building, keep building, keep building until one day you're going to find your fit within the market and you have to believe you're going to get there. And once you find your fit, you're going to start growing exponentially again. And there's a time period between launch and that point that could take years. Um, and a lot of people give up during that. And in order to keep going, you really have to believe in your vision. And I think that's where we are right now. Like I've been working on this every day for five months and we just haven't found our product market fit. But I know we'll find it one day because this is a product that people really need. And I know that because our user base, you just have to keep going. Make sure it's something you believe in and try new things. Never give up. That's what I would say. Love it. I, honestly, I, I see that that picture of where you're like digging through that mine right now. And, you know, you're just 10 feet more to find those diamonds. And, and that's where you're at, you know, and this is where some people stop picking those axes and, you know, someone else comes around and finishes the job for you. And it was like, man, that was easy. Right. So I feel like you're you're very close because you've made a lot of headway in just like the last month. So it, it's it's cool because it's a compound effect too. And and here's the facts too. You're you're saying like never like you, you actually said something um really at the beginning. You said take risk while you're young. And you know, just like the the fact of just going at it and giving it your best shot is is a very powerful aspect. And you know, my thought with it too, it's like, look, if it takes, you know five years to achieve that result. Great. Amazing. If it happens in two years, bonus, right? If it happens in a year, five months, incredible, right? Let's applaud that. And, um, you know, it's, so it's really important to, to surrender to that long-term vision, um, and just keep at it at the end of the day. Um, unfortunately, you know, nine, I forget the stat, but like it's in the 90%, you know, 90% of people will quit within their first six months of giving a shot over here. And it's just unfortunate because guess what? You know, if you're part of that 5%, that 10%, you know, it's pretty Gucci, you know, being part of that 5% of a person that lives a life that they desire, it's pretty nice, right? Or you learn about how money works and, you know, you are part of the 5% that controls the 95% of the glo global wealth. That's pretty cool, right? Um, you know, that, that percentage of people that actually get to spend time with their family and, and their kids when they grow up, like, that's pretty awesome. I wouldn't mind having that. So it's just like 
those little aspects. And, and, you know, it's like that difference maker of being a champion or being a freaking loser. Do you want to be like, do you like winning or do you like losing? <laughs> like, like, let, let, let's be real. And, and I think you're here to win a championship and that's like, you know, something to bet on and something that, you know, people might be willing to put money towards is, you know, Hunter here to win a championship and let's go freaking win that championship. See what happens. I don't know what the outcome is. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you know, I understand, you know, why you want to do it and simply put, you're just going to continue turning those gears until it happens. So I like it. Cool, bro. I like everything you're saying there too. I know, right? I'm going to have to like change the title of the the podcast here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the title yet, but uh, I might have to change it to like, you know, it's like, oh, with, with Obes versus like, oh, it's with Trevor, you know, <laughs> special guests. Um, no, no, no but, I think. Yeah. How about this? We'll, we'll end it off. Um, you know, simply put like, where, where can people find you and, uh, and your project? I would say you should hop in our discord, ask me questions. It's discord.gg slash Vola labs. That's V-U-L-A-L-A-B-S. And I'm always there to answer questions. Cool, cool. So that's the best place? Yeah, definitely. Amazing. Well, hey, I will be linking up everything in the show links. So, you know, you can just go in there, click on the corresponding links um, that you want to. Uh, Of course, do your own research uh, before investing. Not everything here is financial advice, but, you know, do what you want to do. Like pretty sure we can scoop things up i don't know what the what the prices are at but hey let's go scoop uh well <laughs> no um but no hunter it's, it's been a lot of fun uh, having you on here uh we can always chop it up anytime and, and you can hit my line as well um totally open totally down to to collaborate as we can um as as you grow out your platform you know we have a lot of great community members inside of mtc that has vouched for you so it's like yeah, why not collaborate on that front, you know, with, with our community and our company there. Um, but also on a personal note, bro, it's like, you know, I just can honor and respect people that, you know, are literally putting in the time and putting in the effort and just showing up and going all in. So uh, kudos to that. If you ever need anything, bro, just reach out. Um, you know, for me, it's it's been a journey and a half. There's a lot of uh, lessons that I've learned in this process. And you know, my goal too is for, for people that are on the same similar path, like, you know, we're on the same path, similar outcome, different vehicle, right? But it's still same, same. And, you know, any way to, to support one another, to help, you know, that person like stick on that path or maybe not take that little detour that, you know, some of us sometimes had to do, um, you know, it's better to learn from other people's mistakes and go make your own. So, uh, regardless, my door is open, my my friend. So Hunter, stay legendary, my friend. Um, yeah, anything else that you want to leave the audience with? No, I mean, I would just want to say thank you to you, Trevor. I know you've only talked. This is our second time now, so I really appreciate you having me on this podcast. I look forward to collaborating further and definitely talking to your community as well. Fucking rights, bro. Um, we'll get you on a space sometime too, so... Uh, Either way, guys, that's it for this episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, do those things. Go rate it five stars. Have fun. Share it with someone else because, you know, as we continue to grow this platform, it's just better for everybody. So simply put, you know, just go share it out there and and get one more listener. Uh, That's that's all that counts. Like one more person shares this one. One more person. Guess what? We all double. We double the listener count overnight. So anyways, guys, take care. Hey, guys, you made it. This is the end of the episode and before you you know tune away and you know go do your thing i wanted to let you know a couple things of you know what club nft is here to really do right because if you're you know struggling and you know not really getting the results that you're wanting in the nft space as an investor or someone that you know being involved or maybe just getting started you need to figure out where to even get started well guess what we got you at club nft you know club nft as a whole we help you know, beginners in the space, you know, become more profitable, right? We educate them, you know, and education trumps literally everything. And they're going to give you that winning edge on most people, right? Because most people fail in this space. We want you to become 
a winner as we understand you know nfts are the number one money maker here today in 2022 in the online space right and you want to be a part of it so if you want to figure out a little bit more about all these details you can find that at clubnft.art you'll find all the details there as well as you'll see some of our previous episodes and as always guys i want to encourage you to share this with people right let's get this out there this podcast to more people as we want to empower more founders more entrepreneurs to get involved in this space right so go do that right now share it to your story share it on twitter uh, post about it as well don't forget to rate this episode five stars right you can do that on spotify on apple Podcasts, and for the people that are still listening right now i want to reward you i want to give you a gift and my gift to you is very simple. Once a month, I'm going to be doing a lucky draw. So people that go out and share this, people that go and give this five stars, I'm going to be you know, going through the, the people that rated this show. And I'm going to pick one random winner every single month until I decide to cancel this. Um, every single month, I'm going to give away a personal NFT from my collection, right? And I'm going to gift that to them. Maybe it'll be your first NFT. Maybe it'll be your 100th one. But I want to give that to you guys as being a loyal listener, supporting me from the early stages. I want to gift that to you. Um, So that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate every single one of you. And I hope you've received tremendous amounts of value. Go check out the next episodes as we continue to find founders in this space and interview them and hear their perspectives of what Web3 is all about. As always, lastly, feel free to follow me on all social platforms. It's one handle. It is at I Trevor Johnston. At yeah, that's it. At I Trevor Johnston. You can find me on all platforms. It's the letter I in front and Johnston J O H N S T O N. So very simple, guys. If you have any questions, need me, anything like that, or want to be featured on this podcast, simply just DM me, and I got you. And uh, yeah, that's it, guys. So thank you. And remember, stay legendary.